DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. We're brought to you in part by Rough Tough Products. Rough Tough sets the industry standard for custom seat covers for cars, trucks, SUVs, and UTVs. Get the best fitting seat covers for the make, model, and year of your vehicle and do business with a Utah company that's been around since 1976. Check them out today at roughtough.com. That's roughtough.com. All right, question of the day, part two. The Utes got commitments from two California high school quarterbacks. Have they broken through? Yes. No. What do you mean no? No. Why not? They've gotten commitments from high, California high school quarterbacks before. Are these the guys who are going to come in and hit home runs? And the answer would be definitely maybe. And we don't know. So I guess the answer isn't yes or no. The answer is definitely maybe. Oh, you said no. So they're not sure. They offered scholarships to them, but they're not sure if they're good. They think they're good, but they also know that everybody misses on one out of three recruits. I mean, are one of these guys going to be the next Travis Wilson when you define that as breaking through? I mean, is there going to be the next quarterback who transfers out before we hardly know anything about him or see him play? They've had that story. Or will it be the quarterback who comes in and plays pretty well but then loses his job before his senior year because they're bringing in another young hotshot that we haven't heard of yet who they're a year away from signing? Because we've seen that story. Yeah, that was a transfer, though. He was a J.C. transfer, yes. So that, that Not a hot shot. Yeah. Bounce back. Right. That was a get beat. Get beat out. And coaching changes and whatnot. No, I think this is a significant development. That you're getting two prominent quarterbacks. And, and when you rarely did that before. Now, will they plan, pan out? I can't tell you. But that's not really the point. They're recruiting a higher level of kid, but the higher level of kid can still not pan out. Yeah, well, one of them isn't. I mean, they're probably not going to. They're probably not both home runs. Yeah. That doesn't make sense because only one guy can play. But the point I'm making is they had to scrounge in California or anywhere to get top-flight quarterbacks at the high school level. Mm Mm-hmm. So whether they... But now they're beating out ASU and Colorado and whoever else. Well, I would go higher than that. I mean, those two teams haven't done anything. That was who I saw in one of the stories they beat out. A Northwestern, I think one of the kids had taken a trip to Northwestern. This too. is an area when we've had Riley Jensen on, who's dealt in quarterbacking for many, many years, mm-hmm. talk about how people thought, well, why would I go there? They just hand the ball off. It's cold and... Yeah. And they play defense and punt. And that's the negative recruiting the Utes yeah. have been facing for a long time. So when you look at it from this perspective, they are breaking through. So, yes, I do think it's a big deal. There it is. Yeah. That's Sweet. Where, that's where I'm going. I can't tell you if one of them is going to be an All-American or second-team All-Conference or going to transfer to the University of Texas. Eventually, some quarterbacks are going to transfer from Utah to the University of Texas instead of constantly transferring from the University of Texas to Utah. It's not going to be a one-way. <laughs> one-way. It's off in the jet stream. <laughs> the wind will blow you to Utah. Right?
That seems to be the. Uh, so here come place. the comments, Brian. Yeah, they recruited a future defensive back and a linebacker. That's good news, too. No, I think he's saying they're going to move the quarterbacks. I know. Oh, but when Kyle does it, he's right. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say his track They've got DBs and linebackers. They need a big-time quarterback. (laughs) Right, but you you need great players, and you'll take them at any position. So the point being, if they do move, a la Paul Kruger, and move him, it was a high school quarterback and then an NFL defensive end. Correct, defensive end. So, yeah, so nothing wrong with that. Jeff says, yeah, they broke through to get a quarterback to hand the ball off 50 times a game. Ha, 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 ha. See, look where they were when they first came into the conference. They were a quarterback in, what, Jordan Wynn, who had a sore arm. And then they were. shoulder, yeah. uh, Then they had a D2 transfer. uh, What was it? John Hayes. D2. Right? Yep. And Travis Wilson played. But then they went and they messed around with a Oklahoma guy and Thompson. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Didn't really work out. Went back to Travis. Yeah, so you bounced around there, and you, you weren't even sure who was starting week to week. It's amazing that they won any games on that situation, you know, where you weren't – if you have to change because of injuries, so be it. But that wasn't the case. They were changing because uh, they didn't like the way he handed the ball off. <laughs> I can remember I had Travis alone after the ASU game that they lost in overtime, and they were making a change the next week. And I asked him as far as, you know, do you think that you were given enough time, enough opportunity to show what you can do? And he sort of looked at me and he raised his eyebrow, and I thought, you know, if I pursue this line of questioning, I can get what I want, but I'm not going to because it's not fair to the kid. Kid. Because I know, and boy, I knew – before I got off the field that night, how bad the play calling was and how unfair it was to Travis and that they were going to just change. So I'm on the field at the end of the game, and we walked towards the north end zone and up the tunnel, and I probably had seven guys, and not just players, say stuff to me because how furious that was. They blew that game. They should have won that game. They should have won that game easily, as a matter of fact. And they were going to make a change. Well, they were just flipping coins at that point. So the quarterback position has been so unstable. And if they can find stability, and I don't know that either of these kids is going to amount to anything. But what I do know is that they're breaking down some doors and perceptions, opening some doors and breaking down perceptions, changing them. And that's important because if you do that, then at some point you're going to get a stud out of California or here locally, wherever. Nobody cares where the kid's from. Uh, and Back have, to the jazz conversation. And have big, Just win, baby. And have big uh, quarterback production. That's the goal. That's the point. DJ and PK, we're broadcasting live from Jeremy Ranch. We are joined now by Jason Anderson, Director of Sales, Deseret Digital Sales. He's here at Salt Lake Chamber of Commerce having their golf tournament. So for people who don't know, Digital Sales Director, what do you do? Sum, sum that all up in like 30 <laughs> seconds. Ready and go. I manage people. I help people find success and find answers to the problems that they have. That's what I do. Oh, you got a minute? <laughs> <laughs> so how big is your sales team? Uh, we've got a sales force of about uh, 25 to 30 people. And uh, they're all different verticals from, from automotive sales to home sales to classified sales to advertising, media, marketing. Wow. Well, digital's just... Uh, 
kind of scratching the surface. Isn't that the way everything's going to go? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's well, the, the the ability of what you can do with with data and and harvesting that data and utilizing it to target audiences that you really want to hit. It makes sense, you know. If I'm an automotive guy and I need to hit people that are looking for an F-150, I have the ability to do that. As opposed to the old days of broadcasting where you just cast the wide net and you find the show that's got however many thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, and try to tip it towards sports because, hey, there's guys 25 to 44 who are going to drive trucks. Correct. Absolutely. And, you know, it it, it works for a lot of people. Sometimes it doesn't work. it, It is still advertising, you know. And uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And, and the idea is that you keep trying and keep refining and, and, and tooling your mix so that it, it, it generates the kind of result you need. So how big is what you've done when, say, a few years ago in terms of improvement and where is this going? Mm-hmm. So that's a good question. We, when I first started, we were, we were averaging about a million users a month on KSL. And now we're looking at about uh, six and a half to seven million users on a monthly basis and over 1.2 billion ad impressions that we run every single month. Uh, we harvest so much data it could fill the Library of Congress twice. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, there's, there's so much data that you harvest out of it. KSL.com is, is, is one of the largest, largest news publishers in all of North America. And so, so it's, it's on us to be able to utilize that data in the right way for the for the betterment of, of the advertisers that, that come on. I know that they have some great writers who write for KSL.com. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got all this data that could fill a couple libraries of Congress, yeah. but what really matters is the business is raising their profile. Absolutely. So how do you take all of this and get the right data to the right business? Yep. Because when that person pays you, just as in TV or radio, Yep. Newspaper, magazines back in the day. How does that, how does that translate to that business? To the person? small mom and pop shop yeah. that's trying to generate an ROI. Well, it's, it's, it's kind of a, it's not a perfect science, but what we do is we sit down with that business and find out who is their core audience. What kind of behaviors are they, are, are they exp, exp, are showing? Um, and, and we try and match that up to the audience profiles that we, that we build out with KSL.com. And once we match those, we send out their messaging and we, we place targeting pixels and tracking pixels to be able to follow them and as they utilize KSL.com, whether it be on KSL.com or off of KSL.com. And we follow them with that message of that business. And based off of the analytics that we get off that, that will determine if we're getting the kind of ROI that uh, that, that small mom and pop shop needs. And the digital audience is different, right? Mm-hmm. I mean historically it's all been kind of regional you know as far as a tv or radio signal goes but you have people who've been in utah and are yep. tied for one reason or another and the jazz fan who moves to for work to florida or london digitally yep. tv Absolutely. radio desert digital. i mean everybody in this market who's in the media yep. who has a website has that jazz fan checking in from london or barcelona yep. or madrid or salt lake city you hit it right on the nail. And, I mean, obviously there's more than 6 million people that – or there's, there, there's, not as, there's not 6 million people that live in the state of Utah. Mm-hmm. So we're obviously drawing from Nevada, from Arizona, Idaho, California. Arizona, Colorado. We're, 
we're the we're the Intermountain West. We're that's that's what we target, and that's what we try and hone in on. But you're correct; we do pull in audiences from New York and Florida and Boston and everywhere else because they they move and they they trust KSL and the and the brand and and it's uh, as PK said, it's it's got some good riders. And they want to follow those riders. <laughs> no, don't suck up. Dude. Hey, that's what I do. You're just more. I'm a sales guy. We suck up to people. Now you're becoming the problem, <laughs> not the solution. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good day up here golfing at Jeremy Ranch. Thank you. It's a good event. You're beating the heat, right? Get up in the mountains, and there you go. That's the idea. Jaden Anderson joining us and uh, Deseret Digital Media Sales and spend a few minutes with us. Good luck. Thanks, you guys. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Coming up next, the NBA playoffs. The Clippers trying to fight off elimination. Milwaukee is up 2-1. to one. The Suns are up 3-1. to one. And coming up next, we'll talk with Shane Young, NBA analyst and columnist for Forbes Sports. Stay with us.